Got so many strongest soldiers, so it's never over Even if you need someone to hold you to keep your composure Even on the days you're moving slower and can't seem to focus You were meant for greatness and you know it, you just gotta show it Know you questioned life a couple times, but it's okay you growing Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay you on it Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes All you ever do is smile cause they make you worth it Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it Welcome kings and queens to One Sick B. I am your host, One Sick B. Here at One Sick B, we don't cry, we thrive. We don't whine, we whine. Shout out to Black Girl Magic Moscato, two women who connected. Today, the definition, well, as always, the definition of One Sick B is a strong individual that fights or faces unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. Today, I was blessed with a beautiful woman named Zanae Arnold. She's a fighter. She has seven autoimmune diseases. She was a paralegal, and she also is a supporter of her sister. Thank you, Zanae, for coming and allowing me to interview you. How are you, you, baby? Thank you for allowing me to thank you for interviewing me no this is a conversation it's not an interview yeah thank you for allowing well thank you for allowing me to record a conversation between home i appreciate that so let's get it started zanae everybody the world for the last two years has been under a thing called covid my god how has covid been to you have you do you or have you been affected by covid what is your all-around emotions about covid I'm going to tell you, just as I, being a a fellow immune sufferer for the last 17, almost 18 years, when COVID arrived, honestly, I treat it like I treated my sicknesses. These, Mm. I don't like to identify as mine. These illnesses joined the party. So it's kind of been a, it's been like, it's affected me in every way, but I, I'm affected every day anyway because of the mm. illnesses. So all they did was just make me more aware, more stronger, more alert in that. Mm. It's just, here we are. We got to fight, continue to fight to win. So it's, it literally, I lost 20 people because I'm a native New Yorker and it hit there first. So we lost family and friends and I couldn't even get to them. During that time frame, it was like when it was at the height in April of 2020. And then I was actually in the middle of a flare where mm-hmm. I couldn't really walk because unfortunately the lupus and the rheumatoid affects my joints really bad. So I right. was really sick during that time. And just all I could do is just pray and just ask for God's mercy and grace. Um, but it hit me hard. And then again, you know, I'm like, this ain't nothing new. So people wearing their masks. I was like, welcome to my world. I've been wearing a mask for the last 17 years. So it's nothing right. new to me. Um, but it just, it just, it, it just, it became a part of life, you know, for a lot of people who just, it was hard for them to accept. And, you know, I said, God has a way of letting us know things. And yes. then I'm just cozying along. Okay. You know, get through it. And then, you know, unfortunately my dad took ill. Um, and he was in New York still. So my sister and I had to get on a plane and go see about our dad. And it was unfortunately that um, we got COVID and it hit hard. Mm. So now we get back and I'm in a hotel for two weeks because I couldn't come home to my son, my husband and my 73 year old mother. So I had to live in a hotel and I was scared. I was scared because people who are compromised, it's harder on us. So it was yes. that, 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 okay, I know I'm a fighter, but now I'm dealing with something else, another illness, another virus. And so I had those moments where, cause I struggled, you know, it affected my breathing. I wasn't eating. Mm. Only thing I could do was drink warm because I kept telling them, you know, you never want to dampen your system because that causes the the inflammation, which causes the, fla- the plaque. So yeah. that's why your body gets compromised. So my goal was to keep staying 
keep that inflammation down, keep that. So I was drinking warm. My husband was dropping off stuff at the hotel door. Oh, it was, yeah, we, but different. again, you did what I did, what I had to you do had to, do to, to protect it. everybody but around you. Exactly. And then the moments of that, I didn't think I was going to make it. I just kept telling myself, Zanae, you've been winning so far. Why wouldn't mm. God get you through this? So I took it as he's building my, he's stretching me. He's building mm. my muscle. Mm. And let me tell you, I got through it. I'm here today. So I, I, I beat the COVID demon. So All right. I'm truly blessed. And we're thankful for that. Look at got God. another. I lost my dad too during that. But again, it was all part of just God. You did. You are always in everything, Control. even in the horrific stuff. Yeah. So I knew this was just part of my journey, so that way I could help others. So that's yes. why I tell you, my my life is an open book, because I I told him when he allowed me to live past what the doctor said. Hmm. I gotta help somebody else. Hey. I gotta help somebody else. So you know what? Let me. Let me just, even when I'm embarrassed, even when I just like, oh God, I can't say nothing, but he's like, you, you can. promised. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you made that promise, right? Yep, so he- yeah. you here. Your life, you here, ain't you? So I'm giving you the mercy and grace and the strength mm. and the comfort. Now you got to pass that on to help somebody else because yes. at the end of the day, our sicknesses are not about us. It's about others. So that's why- I'm so glad that we connected because now I've added you to my we win. Yes, we do. You're part of the we win family. We win together. Yes, yes. Thank you. And and it's not, we're not alone. We're not, we can't fight this. And this is why I try to tell loopies because black women, we just, it's innate that we just, we take on a lot. We fight, we don't don't take care of ourselves because we're taking care of others. Everybody else. I think that's why this, it's funny, you know, I call it comical. Like when, when God, the angel, God sent the angel to Sarah and said, you're going to have kids. She 90 and she laughed. What are you talking about? She started, she laughed at the angel, which means she laughed at God. Mm. And then a year later, the angel came back to visit and was like, so are you laughing now? And she said, God has caused me to laugh. So when I think of the impossibles. I think of all the challenges that black women go through in general. He makes us laugh because we just get through it. But the thing that we lack is self-care. So that's why I pride myself on um, my foundation is taking care of ourselves so we can. Because at the end of the day, if you sick and flaring, you just, you said it. We're of no use. It's in yeah. vain. So that's why I'm like Zanae when I, because again, you get caught up. Yeah. And my, no offense, my flares, as, as as horrific as they are, 17 years later, I can tell you, those are my greatest times with God. You know why? Because I'm sitting still. You know, it's interesting that you say that because when I, can't move. Up, when I have a flare up, I always say, God's taking me to a place of worship. Uh, it's a place where God divides us and separates us from us in the world. And because at the end of the day in the room, it's only me and him. Those are the only people that are in the room. And without him, I couldn't get through that day. So like you said, I call that a place of worship. That's my place of worship. He takes you to at least, I believe Marvin Sapp has a song and he says, uh, I think it's in Praise in Advance or one of the songs, but he says, uh, basically, you know, take you to that place of worship, whatever. that's my place of worship. That's the time where me and God have a lot. That's the time when I came up with this one sick B. I was sick. I I came up with we win when I was not getting a bit of a flare. Yes. God caused us to laugh because he takes the, the, but the Bible says, and again, I'm a woman of faith. So, you know, that's going to come out. I live by it. And when the Bible says, and you know, now really understand the verse. He says, he takes the foolish things to confound the wise. So when you think about being sick and like, what is like, this is off, this ain't right. Right. That's what he you He uses the very thing that you think, but that's what makes God, God. You see yes. what I'm like he's yes. I'm in this 
omnipresent, we can never be on his level. So even when I try to figure it out, because I'm like, by nature, I am a type A personality. I just came out of my mother's womb that way. And I literally, um, I'm a problem solver. You know, even though I have faith in God, but Zanae naturally is a problem solver. Me too. I got to get to it. I got to complete it. I need to figure it out as soon as it hits. I'm going to let God do it too. But right now I need to figure it out and do it while I'm working with him. Faith without work, right? So let me work toward it that way. God, God, you know. But do you know sometimes we get in the way with that? Like yes. it's, not, it's like a double-edged sword. It's a great attribute, but it also can, it's not, you know, because we, once we flip on that, oh, I got a handle, a handle, a handle. And then it's like, mm, but God, why is this being so challenging? Because he's like, because you in the way. Hmm. In the Sit way. back. Sit back. And so that sickness has taught me, I'm going to say my faith, I never thought I would have this much faith. faith. And my faith. faith is still growing because now he's like, Zanae, I'm stretching your faith again because it's total dependence. So hence, I, I, I'm like this. I, I always say in my mind, I am healed. I am made whole. I'm restored. That's part of my daily affirmation for um, me personally. And then I, it's not I. It's we. So I represent the other autoimmune sufferers who yes. can't, you know, what I means you can't even speak right now who have ventilators yes. or, you know, again, these diseases affect yes. us all differently. So that's yes. why I said when I have the use of my mouth, my limbs may be limited, but chick is moving. I will lift my hands and praise. Yes. I, will, Hello. I will, I will shout if I can. So I told God, I represent those who can't take care of themselves. Because again, we, it's not about us. It's not an I, it's a we. So, and look, I done went off the question. So, but yeah, that's, because I, I just, again, I, see, I'm a testament. Talking. I'm a testament. It's your testimony. This is a testimony. A t- and this is the reason that I created this podcast, because I want other people to hear these testimonies and to know that whatever they're going through, whatever they feel like they can't make it, they don't understand how to get to the next step. So they will hear our voices and to know that they're not fighting alone. We are all fighting together and you don't have to fight together. Let's get into it. Janae has a beautiful foundation called the We Win Foundation. But first, I need to ask some questions. I need to know some questions about Miss Janae. First, can you please tell me, let's, I know you have seven. God, blessed you with seven reasons more to fight can you please tell us about this lupus diagnosis can you give me a background of some things that you noticed were going on when you got diagnosed and how that went so I'm going about my merry way I'm I'm 20 no I was 32 I'm old I'm 49 now but <laughs> so you I'm better. Uh-uh, you better. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm 32 years old. I'm working um, in a law for high powered law firm. So I'm one of I'm the only black female in my department. So, you know, I'm working hard. You know, we always yeah. got to work harder. Work so, double. I and double. I had a team of attorneys. So I love the law. The law was my. I just, you know, my originally had planned to uh, go to law school and then become a partner in a high power law firm and then become a judge. So I was on the road to my to do that. What I want, what I want. Your plan, not God's strategy, but your plan. My plan. So I knew that, you know, I was working a lot of hours. So you know, the tiredness, the the um, you know, the lack of sleep. You know, I was like, okay, I'm I'm chalking it up to I'm just working long and hard. I was doing that, but no, the that's when the symptoms started and I didn't realize. So now I'm two years officially going through these symptoms. Then my joints. So initially, you know, the tiredness, which we call it chronic fatigue, fatigue. and the illness. Yeah. Um, and then my joints start aching, but I figure I'm sitting in the air conditioning. So the coldness, and then I, you know, I knew I was anemic because that was a general, um, 
unfortunately, my family, my my grandmother, my great grandmother, yeah, that runs in the family. So I'm like, yeah. I'm chalking it up to the anemia. So okay, let me drink some beet juice because beets are really good. Number one to help with um, um, anemia. By the way, oh, so I have a lot of all. I like that. I, I do a lot of alternatives. That. Yeah, I do a lot of alternatives. So I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm rationalizing by responding to the natural. And then two years in of all these symptoms, I'm thinking, okay, I go home. My typical is I was a routine person, routine, go home, get in the bed. And then it was like about, I woke up at 4.30 every morning because I used to have to commute. Being in New York, I had to, I lived in Long Island, so I would have to, drive to the train and so I again I had my routine yeah I woke up I was like this I couldn't get my head off the pillow and so I figured what's what's going on did I sleep wrong because you know how you get like sleep wrong that crooked neck neck. yeah girl listen next thing you know I tried to move my hand couldn't move it felt like somebody was just like my somebody was sitting on top of me so then when I managed to, I managed to get my hand like this, it was like six times the size that it normally was. So I was completely, my body went into, it basically, it. That, that's Infl- when the disease, yep, the disease is set like this on me. So they had to rush me to the hospital. Um, I had to go under rigorous testing. So I was in there for about five days and I'll never forget, they couldn't find what was wrong with me. It was just like doing testing. And that right there, you're already not feeling good. And then you got people sticking you probably yep. up. So yep. it was, i never forget this uh, Caribbean nurse. And I was out in Long, a hospital in Long Island and she was, uh, she came in, she was, she was a night shift. And so she was like, she's like, you have autoimmune deficiencies. She wasn't calling the meal, she just said deficiencies. deficiencies. And she would look at my body, she said, you, she said, you, you have lupus and rheumatoid. She kind of just, and again, Set she been doing this for a minute. So I was like, what are you talking about? Lilla, old people get rheumatoid arthritis. That's not right. a young disease. And then That's, I said, yeah. what is yeah. lupus? So she basically was like, have them test me. She couldn't say it. Right. So I, you had to so speak up for advocate for God, yourself. God used that woman to, so then next yes. thing you know, I'm, they're doing the correct testing on me. Yeah. And then he came out. Um, I was diagnosed with five diseases. And then I came home and basically they were like, okay, well, there's no cures. You just, you know, you got to deal with the symptoms as they come. And then I was like, I was still in shock. I was still like, it, it, it didn't, cause I had never been like sick like that. But I then read I, that a doctor told you that this was your demise. Yeah. Like, so like, a doctor actually spoke those words and said that. Said, yeah, we're going to make demise. It, my demise and we're going to make it as comfortable for you as you until. So to be left with that and then left the room. And then like, it was an Asian doctor. She was sweet. But again, you know, doctors see a lot. So I couldn't, yes. you know, again. They're numb to it. Yeah, so it's like you're numb to So I couldn't be mad at her, but I was devastated. And I'll never forget when she left, I just sat in the bed. It was like, what's going on? God, I don't, you know, because again, I'm a woman of faith. What is happening? What is going on? What is going on? And then I went to the bathroom. And it took me going to the bathroom. I'm washing my hands, trying not to affect my IV because I had an IV in right. my wrist. And then right. I had an IV here. So they had me all jacked up. Yeah. And I was just like leaning on the sink. And then I'm looking in the mirror and God just said, you win. These diseases will be your greatest blessing. Mm. Didn't understand it, but I said, okay, God, I'm going to take you at your word. And that was me giving back what, okay. Cause we can sit there and say, oh, I believe God. I trust God. You want until you actually are faced with something. Yeah. And that was my greatest test. And I just, after then they got it under control. I'm on like 50 different pills. I get sent home and I get through the flare. Cause technically that was a flare. I get back to my life. Yeah. Mm-mm. 
Yeah, my so life. I know you have your faith uh, going through these flares. What else, what advice would you give to somebody who's going through a flare? What would you tell them? What would be your words? Real talk, because I used to, for years, I was in denial for five years and I actually made myself worse from the denial. Mm. So then I literally started learning my illness, I, my flares. I took it as, okay, God, I, I would be sitting there screaming, please cut my joints off. That's how bad the pain was. But then I remember when the first flare, I was home and I defecated on myself and my ex-husband had just walked out on me. When I tell you it rained, it poured, it hit me. It just, cause I got home thinking that. Da, da, da. And then my dude ends up leaving me at my worst. But I kept saying, God, I know you got a plan. And it just, I would not, I would not renounce, I would not take back because I kept saying, you said these diseases were going to be my greatest blessing. Hold on to that. And so I literally, but one time I was just, when he left, I had nobody. My mom, because I actually, my mom lived downstairs. We had a nice big, I'm telling you, I lived the American dream. Went to college, got my degree, got married. Um, I didn't have children because at that wow. time, I'm a career woman. See, I chose career yeah. first and yeah. then family so got married bought a big house and we had we had four dogs so my dogs were my kids yeah. and then I just I remember when he left me and I got into a flare it was the first time nobody was home my mama actually was out here visiting my sister because she just had a baby so I was literally alone for the first time and I never when I went to the bathroom in the bed I was like Oh my God, is this what it's like? And I told God, take me now. It's like I, I literally gave up. I, I I was like, I'm defeated. I can't do this. I'm defeated. Look, I and I was real. I was like, God and I have those kind of conversations. I was like, I'm defeated. I'm not gonna, I can't make it like this. Let me tell you something. And my dogs, when I tell you, he will use anything, anybody to just. I remember my dogs jumping on the bed and my first one, my, I call him my firstborn, his name was, was Zeke. May he rest in doggy heaven. He literally came on the side of me that my ex-husband, cause I was still, he just left. So I'm on my side of the bed. That dog literally laid like a human. To let you know he was there. Next to me. And I just you sat alone. there Oh God, what am I gonna do? I can't, and I'm, I boobled on myself. When I say yeah. it's the worst, you going from high power to, yes. I want to say jealous and doing my thing to. He'll break you yeah. down to build you back up, baby. And, that, and I say, I can't get no, and I said, just take me God. And then I just, after about 30 minutes, it was like the room just, it felt like it, it, it got warm. And then, I, cause again, I was down, I was in the bed and then I just felt, arms wrap around me and say he let you know he was there you win that's all it kept saying you he he she whatever people want to refer god. to god as and then yeah he doesn't have a spirit he's omnipotent he's a spirit right that's so i spirit. said yeah he kept saying you win you win and i'm talking now that i'm here it was like an audible voice and then I started talking about how's this winning? I just boo boo on myself. I'm getting angry. Yeah. I'm fight. I'm having an ar argument. This ain't winning. Yeah. Uh, this is take me. Just take me. I'm no use. I can't be who I am. When I tell you, it was like that. So after going back and forth for about an hour, he was just, he wouldn't say nothing else. You win. So I said, all right, God. Then I started talking to myself. And when I talked to, I still do this, Zanae, yes. pull it together. I started yeah. encouraging him because yeah. David, yeah. see, I, I love David in the Bible because he was a worshiper. I'm a praise and worshiper. I'm one of those in the church. I'm right, I'm the one that runs around. That runs around I'm the, the church. Yes, I'm one of those because I'm a praise. Get the prayer clock. Get and, the prayer clock. Put it over. Bless. Uh, they, look, they got the sheep for me. So I just started, I started praising God. I started worshiping. Hey. Hmm. And then I said, Zanae, pull it together. I kept saying, pull it together. Zanae got up. I went 
I couldn't walk, but I got on the floor and I just started mm, on my knee to the bathroom. Got myself up. I have strength in my like this upper because I can't I use say it all the time. I say it so all you, the time. My upper body is something when amazing. The body, and when a body part goes out, because we're innate, our nature is to survive. You used another body part. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I, I just, yeah. I said, I did that and went to the bathroom, cleaned myself. And man, mind you, nobody knew where I was going. I need to tell them that nobody knew I was going through. Then I came back. Next thing you know, I got through the flare. I had to call out on my job, got through the flare. And then just kept it moving. And that's when I was like, that flare for me, that was what I needed to let me know, you're gonna be okay, you're gonna fight this. So the I, cause I'm a corporate thinker, I never think about just myself. I started thinking about there are other people out there like me. Hmm. Cause again, I'm telling you these diseases play with your mind. And when you, oh. The mind is the battlefield. When you go into that place of I'm alone, you go feeling sorry for yourself. You go into a pity. So I kept saying, no, this is not I, this is we. So I didn't even know because man, mind you, we win wasn't birthed until 10 years later. So it became corporate that day for me. And that's when I decided to fight to win. What have Cheers. these battles? Cheers to you on that. What have these battles taught you about yourself that you thought you knew, but you didn't know? Or what has it taught you about yourself that you didn't know? It taught me to, I'm going to say, I go have ahead. a good and a bad. I'm going to go with the bad first. Okay. Bad was. I was too independent. Mm. Mm. Well, I know. Mm. I was too. Yeah, because you can do it all when you don't have anything. You do it all and you want to do it all for yourself. You don't want to reach for help. And it's hard to ask to reach for help, but you never had to reach for help because you could do it. I was too independent. And the good thing is, I'm a strong woman. Mm. I didn't realize how strong I was. And because even though on the surface, again, we don't want to show our imperfections. We don't want to wear, we don't want to wear our flaws, our weaknesses. Because as women and as black, because I I can only speak as a black woman. Thank you. Coming from the family I come from. As my grandmother says, my 92-year grandmother, we don't wear it on our sleeve, Moo. So that's why, but it contradicted what my grandmother raised, you know, my mother, and then my mother raised me. So now I'm like questioning. But again, God wanted to show me who I really was and who I am through illness. So... That's what he taught you. And I'm getting stronger. See, that's the thing. I tell people, you never arrive, even being a a healthy person. The way God works through your journey, you learn until the day you die. Hmm. So you never arrive. You can never be there. All there. Yeah. No. You still got room to grow. Every day. Grow through it. Yeah. You got to grow through it. Okay, so you face these unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life threw at you without warning. That's part of one sick beat. But what does Zanae do for Zanae to treat herself, to love on herself, to show appreciation to herself for what you do for any and everybody else? What do you, how do you reward yourself? Now, especially as a mother, because it's a whole different ball game. So as a mother, it's a whole, it, it, a mother, you come before your child. So at the same time, I'm changing myself. When I had to wear a Depend, I was changing my child. So how does Zanae say, I'm this chick, I'm that one sick bee. This is what I do to reward myself. How do you take care of yourself? Because you deserve it. 
So how do you treat yourself? I will sometimes, it's, it varies and it depends on the moment. Cause again, my life is, I love my mm-hmm. life. So I don't take it. It's very hectic. Yeah. It's very hectic. Yeah. So, and coming from a person in the corporate world, it was always, I had a routine. So I'm a routine person and I still am because, but it's hard. It, it kind of, it, 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 I struggle because not everything's routine and now adding mm-hmm. the child, I can't just every week go and get a massage. Like, you yeah. know, the self-care part. Yeah. So what I do is, okay, I got to wait a month because I'm busy with my sister, my child. Like it's a lot, but whether it's just sitting here having a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. sitting outside, I have a beautiful backyard, which now I'm starting to really appreciate, appreciate. I'll mm-hmm. sit on the swing. So I'll take the, those little, and they're not, because you can't always plan. You can't. Mm. Like I'm, and I'm no. learning that. Yeah. And they let it go, let it go, and just seize those moments when you can. And thank God that I have, I, I can't even begin to just speak of how great my husband is. Oh my God. Like he's, God truly bless me with a man now I understand 17 years later because my first marriage I thought I was we were, we were great but he did like a okay Zanae this season's over like mm. I said at the house to dream we were we were the 90s couple because this is the okay. 90s now right and so we the only thing we would argue over were we eating for dinner mm. I had that kind of mate and then he turned on me but God had a, this is why I say so, he literally, so when I, when I, cause I have to like rationalize in my head, you know, analyze, I'm a very analytical person, but I use the Bible. Cause you know, mm. that's, that's our footprint. That's our meat. That's our go-to. And so I had to go to the word of God. And when I was reading, I was like, God, just, you know, just feed me right now. I call it, give me my food for the day, for the week. Yes. And you'll, you'll read a scripture, the same scripture, like a thousand times, but it has a different meaning, meaning because it's the revelation that he gives you for what you're going through at that time. And when my ex-husband left, I said, what? Why are you shocked? So I was like, please tell me you're cheating on me. Because that would have been easier for me to. It's comfortable. Yeah. It's more comfortable. No yeah. good. Da, da, da. Yeah. You know how women do. Yeah. Today, I'm just unhappy. I'm just, I, I gotta get away. And then, so I was like, okay, you're going through the midlife crisis. So I kind of, but God was like, the season is up because I didn't get it then. But now that I look back, my ex husband wasn't a part of this journey. He yes. was in Ecclesiastics, and I can't remember the exact scripture, Lupus, when we told that fire, you know, we get that fog. The Bible says to everything, there is a season. So that season may be a day, maybe five years, maybe 10 years. So my ex-husband, because again, I will not dog him out to this day. God literally did a Pharaoh. You know, when, 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 when God was like, the, 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 they're praising, Lord, get us out of this. We're, we're captain. We're captain. He raises up Moses. Save and then us. Moses, he tells Moses. I'm turning the heart of Pharaoh. I'm doing it. Nobody else. I'm letting you know. So that tells you I'm in this. He's like, so Zanae, I turned your husband's heart because this decided that's enough for you. Again, I was on my path to being a lawyer. To, yeah. That's not what I So imagine if he didn't, I would still be in Long Island, you know, married yeah. and I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today. So God had a great purpose for my life. The purpose that I had wasn't his plan. So that's when it just became really, wow. So again, sickness, managing my sister, working a full-time job. Because when I, he kicked me out of New York, pretty much. Because after my husband left, 
Um, and then I just was getting the flares, but I was still trying to go into, again, get a routine and get a yeah. routine. But with these illnesses, there is no routine because it's like a roller coaster. One minute you're fine. Then the next, the next minute you're not. So it's like this, you're going up and down, up and down. So I never forget I was at work and my, my, my boss who was a woman, a bad mamma jamma. All right. Said, Sinead, wouldn't you? I think because she knew my family was out here. My sister had just had her child. And she's like, we have an office there. Would you you want to think about going there? See, God, I'm telling you, he will mm. use ever. And, and I just, you know, and I'm jumping all over, but my self-care pretty much. I when I can seize the moment, I do. I do self-care. However. However that is, drinking a cup of coffee, sitting on the swing, going to get a massage. I do, and it's funny because the things I, the self-care is part of my therapeutic medicine. Ah. Mm. So when I'm at acupuncture, and I'm gonna tell anybody who's a son, acupuncture is the greatest, it is the best thing. It is God first foremost, but he uses doctors and medicine. Yeah, right. I've heard about oh, acupuncture. Yes. yes, and even for someone like you who suffers from remote because it's the muscles, yes. you can't look at it as just needles in you. They actually work. Yeah, I have a friend that has MS, and she uh she believes in acupuncture too. I do that once a week, and depending if I get into a flare, when I come out of the flare, I do it twice a week until my body. Because again, one thing I'm gonna tell you as a sufferer you know your body better than anybody else. And illness, what it does, it, it tunes in even more so you can know your body. Like, I feel myself, okay, yeah, a flare's coming. And you're not speaking it into an existence. It's God's way of saying, hey, today, hey, hey, mm. you're overdoing it. Mm. I'm telling you, he uses- Sit down. It. Yeah, he lets you know. He I tell you, it. I say it all the time. God will sit you down. God will sit me down before I sit myself down. He'll send me, he'll, he'll let me, he will. He'll send me down before I send myself. I'll keep on going and going and going. And then boom. And I'm like, okay. So I knew a couple weeks ago, I maybe should have probably sat down. But since I did, <laughs> God was like, don't worry about it. I got you, sis. You're going to sit down and we're going to have a talk. But do you see how it feels knowing that part of this journey? Because we, God is always there. It's us that, okay, let go chill over there. And I'm going mm -mm. God is in every little thing that I do. That's why, I, I, again, people laugh at me, but when I tell you, I take God with me everywhere. I, I take him everywhere. everywhere. And I'll be like, God, you know, leave me just this traffic. You know, my bones are hurting. Please yes. just be, have mercy. Either keep my body or just speed up the traffic. No, I, I have conversations with God like that. Oh, I, I'm, that's my, that's I always say Jesus is my friend. Because I couldn't have made it this far without him. Because when I was alone in those rooms and I was in pain and I'm balled up, it's only me and him. So me and him have a great relationship. He tells me he loves me. I show him that I love him by saying his name and still even going through with one sick V when people ask me how I made it. Uh, Karen Hawthorne has a song that says, uh, can't get through the day. All I do is pray. All I do is pray. You know, if I can't make it, get through the day. You can't even articulate because there was a time I couldn't yes. pray. You can't even pray sometimes. You can't yes. and feel like, you know what I learned? Because I'll never forget I was on set and I'm working both my jobs. So I'm working, moved out here. All mm. right, let me get into my life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm adjusting again, my routine. Right. And then I just thought I kind of stumbled into helping my sister. Mm. I didn't pan out to be, I was right. just a little, my sister has been in show business most of my life. So I've been around right. it, around it. Not in it. And so when I moved out here physically, like I would just go to set after I got off my, after work, cause my sister worked. And at this time, um, she was on a show called everybody hates Chris. Yeah. So her being, everybody uh, hates Chris. And then, you know, that's her voice. She actually did the, the yes. voice. So she, she was working grueling hours because, you know, the way um, children work in Hollywood, they can't work for certain hours. So okay. she had 16, 17 hour days. 
So I don't forget if I got off early enough and early was like six, seven o'clock for me. Right. Because sometimes I'd work until 11 right. o'clock. So I would just, hey, you still on set? Yeah, all right, I'm going to stop through. And that's how I kind of then just go hang out with her. I watch her on set. And I'll never forget, I was standing there and it's like 9.30 at night and this chick is working. And, and you know, my sister's my hero. She always was my hero. She's three years older than me. And I'm very proud of her. Mm. I am so proud of my sister um, because she does what she loves to do. That's her ministry. Yes, I apologize when I, but I, I'm interviewing the, Janae, but her sister is Tashina Arnold. Uh, Everybody Hates Chris, Martin. Uh, my show right now, me and my husband's go-to show on Monday nights, uh, The Neighborhood. Yes. This is her so, sister that I'm talking, we're speaking about. Yeah, so she's a part of one of the reasons why when I look, I'm like, I can't make it. That chick. And she looks at me as her hero because my sister's mm. completely, that's the thing too, these illnesses. It, it was because they're genetic and then on top of environmental like when we when I got sick nobody in my family was sick so that was another mystery of but again yeah. God takes the foolish things to confound the why so we were going back and forth on the family side but my sister completely healthy she's a bull and so um I was just sitting on set I would just go hang out and I was just watching, not even knowing that God was setting me up for the next part of the journey. And I just, I sat her down one day and I was like, you should be farther than where you are. Mm. Something's going on. And so she goes, what? And then I was saying, you know what? Let me start watching what your team is doing. Because she with the how they're moving around you. Manager, agent, publicist. All of that. Yeah. Business manager, like everybody. So I started getting involved, not, and it was only because it was a personal thing. It wasn't. Yeah. You, you said you seen something greater for your sister. So let me step in. And that's a selfless yeah. act. Cause you already had 20 or 30 things going on with yourself, but you was like, Hey sis, I think you might need this. And I think if you do this a little bit and push back off of that, you could be amazing more than you already are. You'll be so, able to shine. So that's a selfless act. And I literally watched and I learned what everybody did. And when I said, okay, T, um, yeah. we were at, she took me to dinner. I said, take me to dinner. Let's talk. And she was like, what's going on? So we went to um, one of her favorite restaurants and it was a long day for us, but you know, we had our moment and I was like, yo, I see why your business is janky. And that's mm. the word I use. Mm. She was like, well, I said, yo, this one ain't doing this. Now that I knew what the roles were. Hey. I'm like, why are these people getting a check? And that's how I felt. I'm like, you're paying these people to do their job. Do stuff, and they're not even doing it. They're not completing it. They're and just they're not telling you. Yeah. So I so when I said that to her, she's like, well, let me see what you could do. Hmm. What? So I kind of just stumbled into the role. And again, at that time, I had my job and I was, and I'm you, and then trying to, you know, with the sickness. So it was really chaotic at that time. Um, but, you know, she was like, Zanae, well, what do you want to do? So I basically fired pretty much everybody. And we started and, you know, got new people. And, um, and she's like, well, what's your role? What do you want? I said, well, no, I, no, I asked her, well, what's my role? How do you see me? She's like, you're overseer. Hmm. You're making sure, cause see, everything got to the point where she wouldn't talk to her agent. She, hey Z, what's talk going to on? You. So it kind of okay, T. So that's how it's been for the last sixteen years. That's amazing. I just want to say it's amazing because uh, you are her overseer, yet. Sometimes you can't even follow the oversee yourself going through this journey. But I take that back. You can oversee yourself going through this journey because you fight these unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning. And you don't refuse to carry and you refuse, I'm sorry, to carry the spirit of brokenness. So let's get into the We Win Foundation. Zanae Arnold has a foundation that's lupus-based and it's called the We Win Foundation. And if you notice the words, 
we win is very powerful because that's still a selfless statement. So please tell me how, what, and what inspired you? How did you, we know you already told us where the, we win came from. God was telling you that we win. Uh, how did you get started and how was this birth? Okay. So now I, you know, I'm going along the way with these illnesses, my journey. Okay. 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 So when I was initially diagnosed, they gave me five to seven years to live or, or to be incapacitated. Hmm. So I was in my office, Tashina was on set and I don't know why I just, the date just, it just hit me and I called her. And I said, T, guess what? Guess what? She was like, what? What? Like, because again, with the illnesses with me. Yeah, up and, and down. I, you just don't ever know. was wrong. So yeah. I said, guess what? Guess what? She was like, what? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? I said, I'm past my seventh year. And she goes, of what? Because again, now, because yeah. I don't, and I tell people, like my family, like I couldn't do this journey without my family. Yeah. And so God, you know, so I said, T, oh my God, like I'm seven years in, I'm seven years in. And she was like, oh, what? So, cause we kind of forget that I'm sick too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a daily, it's just, it's just you, yeah, but, it's nothing. I said, the doctors told me I would be down that I, I won. And hmm. she was like, what? I said, yeah, I meant like they gave me five to seven years. And then, yeah. We had that moment, we laughed, and then she said, okay. I said, well, then I got serious on her. I said, um, that means God has a purpose, so I got to do something. I got to help yeah. her. Yeah. She responded, let's do this. Yeah. So then I said, you, you, you want to be? She's like, Zanae, whatever. Because she said to me, you know, once I start talking, Cause my sister's very vocal. I ain't gonna stop. So I said, okay, now that she gave me that approval, that made me, so I started doing research with other organizations. Like the founder, I call it the father of, of all lupus organizations is LFA, Lupus Foundation of America. But because again, we win is just not about lupus. We win is about Multiple soldiers, because again, I yes. have several, so yes. I can't. But lupus, lupus, I will tell you, is one of the top diseases priority. That yeah, the backing, and then you know what's right under multiple sclerosis. Just hey that. now, the hey. M's and the M's and the L's. <laughs> so um, I did my research, and I was uh, again, we were we started attaching ourselves. So I would call like LFA was the first one. And I said, okay, well, how, you know, I have lupus and my sister who is a celebrity, we want to help. So it's sad to say, but being famous, it, it got us in the door. It but helped. You, it, it, well, but you used the fame to help others though. And you had yeah, that. Wasn't so and then what better than to have somebody on your team that's going to show somebody, somebody people already know to inspire, to bring people forward. Cause for some reason, they, some people, they don't just trust our journey alone. So no. what better to have somebody who's watching us every day? Yes. So, and a caretaker. Very she's understandable. One she's one of my, and she's your, but she's your, she's your support system. So yeah. what, yeah. what we did was we, our first involvement officially was a walk. LFA gives these walks every year. So right. we, we, we started a team and then Tashina started talking about it. Um, you know, just like our involvement with these. And then I started doing other things with other organizations. Yeah. Um, multiple sclerosis was one of them. I also did um, rheumatoid arthritis. So we kind of just was attaching ourselves. Learning, everything. The, learning the way of the land. And then Tashina just started being vocal on social media, bringing people out. Can I tell you? That's when, when she started talking, I didn't realize how many sick women, even though. I've seen that in interviews minute, that she said she didn't know. We, we, cause women started hitting her social media. Oh my God, I got lupus too. Oh my God, I got this. I got that woman yes. talking. So 
it became so God literally was like, CZ. Yeah. And he talks to me like that. CZ, this is not, yeah. you're not alone. Yeah. And this is not about you. You're helping others. And so we were just for the first um, two years, we just doing that. Then I started seeing what the larger organizations weren't doing. Mm. And then I sat my sister and my aunt, who was an amazing, my aunt was, my, which is my mother's younger sister. She was the first one to see me born because my mom at that time in the 70s, they would take right. needles and sleep and they take the baby. So my mother didn't see me right. for like two days. My aunt was the first one to hold me. My aunt was the first one to do my hair because my mother and sister, my mother and her sister, my aunt Gaynell is her name, Evangelist Dawson. That's a praying woman. She's a okay. social pastor. She she counsels. When I tell you, bad mama jamma. So my aunt literally, um, she was a part of the journey with me. Yeah. And so when I said, I sat my sister and my, my aunt down, I was like, okay, we got to be official. And that's when we started um, uh, filing, we filed our 501c papers. We showed pictures of us at walks. Because yeah. we had already had the We Win mantra. Yeah. So it was like, the, knew the name was We Win. So it was just yeah. We Win Foundation. And pretty much we've been rolling ever since. Um, and we are officially a 501c3. We actually just made eight years. And Amen. we our mantra is helping people to live now. Not 10 years from now. Not live now. 20 years now. Live in this moment, now. what they're going through. Yeah, and some people can't afford to buy their medicine. They can't afford to eat. They can't afford to like, or just sit there and cry on the phone. I counsel women and men and I just sit on the phone and we talk, we have conversations. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what we win. We're very, as Tashina says, grassroots. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a, no offense. I'm not trying yeah. to be a Women's Foundation of America. Not trying right. to be a, I, right. You want to hit regular, everyday level, just be right there in the present with everybody, everyday people. Because at the end of the day, yes, you guys are, you have that celebrity status. But at the end of the day, that's where we started from humble beginnings. Exactly. So when you start so, from humble beginnings, you can't do nothing but work. And, and for us, because my sister is famous, she is a crucial part of the organization. So when we were talking, because I never forget, we had an event. We threw an event. And no, 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 no. No, I'm sorry. This is when it got real, real. Because see, I'm a background. I'm a quiet person. Tashina calls me a quiet storm because I never have to be seen. She's the one that's out in the front. And I would do whatever it takes to want, do so that way she can do what she she can do what she does. I understand. Which is amazing. So I'm a background person. People don't see I, me. I, I appreciate that. I've always been a background person too. I was well, let me tell you something. Now I was assistant to the executive uh, executive assistant to the state attorney at one point. I'm always been the back person. So for me to step foot and come from around the table, no, you didn't step. and to see no, for no, one no. sick B to be the boss. You know what? You know what happened? No, God pushed you. No, you didn't step. You because trust me, background people, we love it's because again, we're not seeing comfortable. You're it's com comfortable back. I was so and let me tell you what Tashina Rolanda Arnold did to me. We're at an event. She's on a panel, a health panel. And at that time, that was under the Obama administration. Okay. And we flew back to New York. And it was at the Jacob Javis Center. And she was with their, the attorney general was the moderator. So Tashina, they had doctors, um, uh, uh, RN, and Tashina was the celebrity. But what brought her, because she was talking about lupus. So they were like, we're going to have you as the caretaker. So they were asking questions and I'm sitting there on the side now. And that day I was flaring. I was in, I was, cause you know, we do the one to the 10, right? With the pain. Yeah. Yes. One uh, to I'm, 10. Every I'm time a, you get in the doctor's office. I was at a seven. So I'm mm -hmm. sitting there and I was just like, my hands are so, and at that time, you know, again, I do things. I have my ball. I have yeah. my compression gloves on. So I'm sitting there cause I'm Tashina's encyclopedia. She will look to me and be like, because dates and all that stuff. Yeah. So we had prepped her. And she, I'm sitting here just, you know, I'm in pain, but I'm watching. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, I yeah. got to make sure I got her back. She starts talking. 
And then she's like, you know what? I can see and give statistics and all this stuff. She got up, walked over to me, mm. gave me the mic. She's like, I want you to talk to the person who lives it. And then next thing you know, it changed the whole panel. Like, so now people are now looking at me and then she's like, Zanae, I want you to tell about, like right now. Cause she knew I was fine. She had to help me get dressed that day, that morning. Yeah. Tell them what you're going through right now. You in the flare right now. And I'm like, yes. Speak out of your she story. Put me, she put me out there. Then and that's next a beautiful thing. You know, so let me tell you, and it, it, I freaked out because after that, the panel ended, all these women started coming up to us. And they weren't, me and Tashina are standing next to each other. They were coming to me. Mm. They weren't even coming to her. And it was sufferers. Oh my God, one lady, she lost, they had to amputate all her fingers from the midpoint on because the lupus literally just, it overtook. And she was a seamstress for 25 years. Mm. So these were women coming up to me like, oh my God, oh my God. So I, but it's something in me just says, because again, problem solver, support. Yeah. I was sitting there just talking. They literally, after being out there for 40 minutes, they had to literally take me away. We went back to the green room. And then Tashina and I were standing there and she's looking at me. She's like, what? I busted out crying. And she said, this is we win. That's and it. That's, you, that's all. Is no, that's when it became really real for me. And I literally went from being in the back, got to kicked. Being in the so front. that's why I had to explain how it all went down. It's uh, interesting because, uh, like I said, when I came, I, I knew about the We Win Foundation because, of course, uh, Tanisha Arnold. But uh, I remember calling uh, the We Win Foundation to ask, how do I send a interview uh, to the We Win Foundation? Because <laughs> I was like, I, and I, I said, don't, don't you, aren't you supposed to have an assistant? And uh, she had, uh, Zanae had picked up the phone, but I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I had to remember, I'm, I'm me and sometimes I had to, but I'm happy I was because I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I know your sister, you know, she does uh, Martin. She does all those type of things on neighborhood. I, and I love her. I love her as an actress. I said, but I need to speak to you because you are the person that's going through it physically. So you I did. need to speak to the source. I, I, that was my thing. So when you said that people came to you and yes, you use your sister and that's beautiful because I believe that most people would have been like, oh, since Tanisha's our sister, I want to no, know. I wanted to know about Zanae because Zanae is the one that's out here holding the battle, taking care of it, striding. And then on top of it, making sure everybody else is smiling. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. And that's how I felt. And that's why I came after you for the interview because I knew you were blessed and you were going to hopefully bless me. And she did with this interview. Um, I would like to say that I appreciate Zanae coming on here and telling her story and uh, just shedding light on who she is, what the We Win Foundation is. I also need to, Zanae, can you please give out the information for We Win Foundation and what can the community do to help the We Win Foundation. Well, we are, it's very simple. We're, it's so wewinfoundation.org. Um, we're on social media. So everything's, everything is at We Win Foundation. The ampersign, is it not the ampersign? The at sign. The at we sign. And we're on Twitter, we're on um, Instagram. That's it. You know, I'm not a social, until I get, I need help. I need volunteers. I definitely they're, understand that. They're kind of at a low right now, but I call it, we're in the Valley. Cause let me tell you something. We yes. went to even us not being omnipresent. Like we we've been, unfortunately, this is the flip side of COVID. We lost yes. um, a lot of support financially. Yeah. and yeah. So I'm trying to revamp and rework. We restarted. And start and come back and, and we gonna help Zanae so if you want to donate please donate to the we went foundation one sick b also um has decided that she will be i will she meaning me one sick me meaning brandy jones will be donating 
private uh, a percentage to the We Win Foundation to help the We Win Foundation to help other individuals who are going through these unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles. This is my favorite part of the podcast. Uh, but Zanae, is there anything or any advice that you have that I left out? I just wanted to have a conversation and allow you to share your story and allow you to be you. And I know I, I always afterwards I'm like, oh man, I should have asked this. I should have asked that, but I just genuinely appreciate you allowing me to interview you. So is there anything else you want to say before I do my favorite part of my podcast? I'm very simple, but yet powerful. And my words of um, encouragement, edifying, whatever positive you get out of it, because it's a positive. Don't quit. That's it. So this is my favorite pod, uh, part of the podcast. Uh, Zanae Arnold, you are a fighter. You are a mother, a sister, an overseer. First of all, you're a child of God. Let's start there. And you have used this unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battle that life throws at you without warning. And you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness by helping others. You are selfless you have been selfless you have fought a fight you're educated you go to school I mean excuse me you've been to school you have bigger greater plans but God biggest plan strategy was better than what you could ever imagine so here on one sick B, Zanae I Brandy certify you one sick B, a strong individual that fights through unimaginable undeniable courageous battles that life throws at you without warning but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness I Brandy certify you Zanae as one sick bee. And thank you for coming on my podcast and sharing your journey. I'm honored to be a part of the honorary club. One sick bee. Yeah. Yes. Like, so to, to all know, my kings and queens. I'm adding that to my mantra. See, God just, I'm telling you, when you think you by yourself, like even mm. 17 years, this is not by accident because he's telling me through you, CZ, I got other people out there like you. Yes. Because some you do feel like you're by yourself. And it's like, I'm up here telling people, you're not alone, you're not alone. But then sometimes I do feel alone. And then he's yeah. like, right here, Z. So thank you. And let's bless you too. You know, please support. Because that's another thing about We Win. We support other organizations. Yeah. Even if you're not official. And, until you, and I'm speaking that you're going to be official. Oh, yeah, definitely. And again, I give you my word. That's why you have my personal cell. You got my email. You need me. I sincerely mean that. Holla. Because I did not get here by myself. Yeah, and I'm not even finished. I have a way. I still got way more. That's why I said when I was in that hotel, and the night that I thought I was gonna die because my breathing had cut off, I didn't even think to call nine one one because I again I'm a I'm proactive. Yeah. Um, the routine. So we had our yeah. we called it the COVID regimen while I was in COVID, and the night that I thought I was gonna die, I couldn't call nine one one. I couldn't call my husband, and I just said, "Zane, get up." I got to go back to that because he reminded me, your journey's not over. Your journey's not over. But the, because the natural side of my body shutting down, I thought it was. So I literally was like, because I couldn't breathe. The COVID unfortunately affected my, so I felt like somebody was constantly sitting on my chest. So yeah. I was like, breathing short. Ugh, I couldn't lay down. So I remember being on it and I stayed at a nice Marriott. I had a TV. When I tell you my setup was good because again, we had food delivered. My mom would drop off my coffee because that's yeah. the only guilty blood I have to have is my coffee. I, I'm yeah. a natural, I do a lot of things naturally, but my coffee's like my self-care. It's part of my yeah. self-care. So I just, we had our regiment and then it happened so fast within, I'm telling you within 60 seconds, I'm sitting there watching TV later against the, the headboard. And then it just said, Somebody just took my breath like this. And then I was like, I couldn't get my phone. I couldn't dial the, the phone for the, the downstairs as I had planned. You know, again, we had our, yeah. I got up, the spirit just said, get up and walk. 
And that's why anybody who's suffered covered or is going through COVID with autoimmune, or even you ain't gotta be sick because you're gonna get people who are not yeah, sick. Watch yeah. I got up walking. I started walking back and forth across the room, pleading the blood of Jesus. And I was like, please. And it, it was about, about 15 minutes. And I, in my head, cause I couldn't talk. So I just, just like, God, you can't let me die like this. I can't die alone. So we lost so many people that died alone. And I said, and I kept repeating, I did a Hezekiah. Cause remember when Hezekiah was like, yeah, yeah you gotta die, you about to die. He turned his face to the wall and said, God, but you, I've been doing your work. I've been doing this, I've been doing that. I don't, I'm not ready to die yet. And God added more life more years to his life, the Bible said. So I kind of did a Hezekiah and I was like, I'm not ready to go. I haven't even begun to do the work you've called me to do. Amen. I still have people to, to bless. And so I say all to say, I beat the COVID demon. The devil mm. tried, but I won again. Amen. So again, if I would have lost my life, this day would have never happened. So and we thank God for keeping you and saving you and bringing you forward. I wouldn't have been an honorary one sick B member. Oh, thank you. So thank you. Thank you. And I support thank you. Thank you to the kings and queens listening one sick B. Until next time, that was Miss Danae. Please follow me on one sick B podcast uh, on Instagram, one sick B on Facebook, one sick B on YouTube. And God bless until next time, kings and queens. Know you question life a couple times, but it's okay you grown. Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay you on it. Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it. Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes. All you ever do is smile, cause they make you worth it. Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it. You gotta adapt it to the pain, and you got used to hurting. And you're the one that's needed help, you used to offer service. You're not alone, not by yourself, now don't forget that. You're always fighting, always fighting for the get back And you always trying, always grinding and I'm with that You're such a fighter and your strength is where your gifts at You know every day's a fight but every day you getting up and perform When you think it's nothing left you gotta know you got more Let's not forget that God sent the strongest soldiers to war like, God sent the strongest soldiers to war You know every day's a fight but every day you getting up to perform And when you think it's nothing left you gotta know you got more Let's not forget that God sent the strongest soldiers to war like, God sent the strongest soldiers to war